Inside Sources. Inside Sources. America's voice of reason. Boyd Matheson on Utah's home for elevated conversation. Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. Just a few hours ago, Nikki Haley gave a major speech on the state of her presidential campaign. For many in the media, the question was, is this the beginning of the end? And our question is, is it the beginning of the end or just the end of the beginning? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again with Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Well, as we continue to march our way forward in the presidential race, uh, Nikki Haley is the last one standing against former President Donald Trump on the Republican side of the aisle. Well, of course, President uh, Biden continues uh, to dominate and really be the only choice on the Democratic side. Uh, Nikki Haley today announced that she was giving a major speech. She did that just a couple of hours ago. And as everyone gathered, there was a, a lot of chatter uh, from the chattering class about what this would actually mean. Would this be laying the path for her to exit the race, really the beginning of the end, or was it going to be something different? Nikki Haley left no doubt as she began her speech saying this. Some of you, perhaps a few of you in the media, came here today to see if I'm dropping out of the race. Well, I'm not. South Carolina will vote on Saturday, but on Sunday, I'll still be running for president. I'm not going anywhere. So she talked about Sunday morning. Uh, It's an important piece of the puzzle when it comes to these presidential races that uh, the day after is what really matters. And so she set the groundwork there that she was going to stay in, continue clearly on through Super Tuesday and gave the indication that she would have the resources to continue on well beyond that. Uh, Of course, as the battle continues, uh, some important things to note, whether you are a Nikki Haley fan or not, whether you are on the side of the former president or not, if you look at it just from a strategic standpoint, I think she got the messaging right today uh, in terms of saying, look, the, the current score is 63 delegates for former President Trump, 17 delegates for Nikki Haley, and you have to get to 1,215. And uh, she compared and contrasted a lot uh, throughout the course of this speech today, which I think was uh, really well delivered, very well crafted speech. Uh, During it, she compared and contrasted and did what we've been suggesting uh, she was going to be doing. uh, And that is that she was going to lump the former president and the current president together in terms of the dissatisfaction of the American people. Americans of every belief and background are tired of our national mess. They worry about a national collapse. If I weren't in the race, we'd be reading the exact same storyline every day until November 5th. There would be widespread reports of Americans suffering from a bad case of Biden-Trump fatigue. And it would be true. A stunning 70% of the country doesn't want a Biden-Trump rematch. Now, she's clearly playing in this space really interesting uh, because in South Carolina, which will have its primary on Saturday, uh, and the interesting thing in South Carolina, which is a pretty interesting history in terms of presidential races, including back in 2020, when at the time, Bernie Sanders was the front runner for the Democrats. And then candidate Joe Biden was lagging flailing, and many expected him to drop out of the race after South Carolina. But South Carolina shifted, really changed uh, and hinged 
on the endorsement of Representative Jim Clyburn. Uh, of course, uh, President Biden went on to win South Carolina, and that really changed the dynamic of the race. It really shifted everything. Uh, and so Nikki Haley was saying, look, uh, South Carolina could do that again. They could change the dynamic of the race. And interestingly, the Democrats had their primary in South Carolina back in early February, February 3rd, but only 4% of potential voters voted. And in South Carolina, you can vote in either the Democratic primary or the Republican primary. You just cannot vote in both. Uh, So Nikki Haley was clearly playing to many of those more moderate uh, Republicans and Democrats uh, who didn't vote in the primary, but who could vote this coming Saturday. That That's a big chunk of the vote there in South Carolina. If they all decided to show up, that would change the dynamic in a pretty big way. Uh, Nikki Haley advocated for a vigorous and rigorous contest for the Republican nomination, uh, actually saying that uh, what the Democrats were doing on the coronation front were actually making the Democrats weaker. The Democrats are getting weaker by holding a coronation for Biden. Republicans will get stronger through a vigorous competition. I think that's an important message, and I think it's one we all should get on, regardless of where we fall in the political spectrum. The more we have a rigorous and vigorous debate and competition, the better we're going to get. And I think that uh, both sides should really be doing that uh, for the sake of the American people. That's how we actually get better candidates uh, that lead to better presidents and better policy results for the American people. I think that's important. Uh, At several points during her speech today, she went directly after the former president, arguing that he's the only Republican that has a chance of losing to Joe Biden. The only candidate who's helping Joe Biden is Donald Trump, because Trump is the only Republican Biden can beat. The Democrats know it. They don't even try to conceal the glee at the prospect of running against Trump. They want to win. So they want the guy they've already beaten time and again. Trump knows it too, but he won't admit it. So that was an important part of the narrative, I think, coming out of the Nikki Haley campaign, because many are criticizing her saying the longer she stays in the race, the more it hurts the former president, the more it helps President Biden. uh, That could make a difference come November. And Nikki Haley really flipped that on its head and said, no, it's actually the other way around. Uh, the former president is the only one currently losing in a head-to-head against Joe Biden. Uh, and so the longer he stays around, the less optimal it is for Republicans. So she took that head on. I thought that was a, a good part of her speech. Uh, I actually thought her strongest moments came towards the end of this speech. She gave her positive vision a way forward for the country's future. In the America I know and love, we disagree strongly, but we do it without hating each other and still have the same shared national purpose. In the America I know and love, we respect freedom, the rule of law. We refuse to use the awesome power of big government to punish those we dislike. And we recognize that America has done more good for more people than any country in the world. One other uh, particularly poignant part of uh, her speech today uh, was when she was talking about her husband, who is currently deployed. He is a major uh, in the reserve and is uh, being is deployed at the moment. And she talked about this whole idea of those military families who understand that the concept of America is worth fighting for, uh, worth dying for, and worth living for. Uh, all of those crucial components to that. 
So a long way, a big, uh, a big mountain to climb for sure for Nikki Haley in her race. But this is why we have the race, just like in athletics. Uh, everything can look one way on paper, but it's why you play the game. Because as you play the game, things change, dynamic shifts, uh, and that can clearly happen. And so Nikki Haley clearly sending the message, this is not the beginning of the end of her campaign, just the end of the beginning. She'll be there come Sunday after the South Carolina primary, and she expects to go until the votes are counted so that the American people have a choice. Choice is a good thing everybody ought to celebrate. Better debates, better conversations is something we all need to get behind. Think again on Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson.